Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And it works out of the shotgun. He takes it. Facing pressure. He's in trouble. He's spun around. He's able to get away. Looks to throw. He does downfield. The single greatest moment in Super Bowl history, in my opinion, Super Bowl 42, Eli Manning with the throw to David Tyree, touchdown pass to Plexico Burris right after that, and the Giants keep the Patriots from going 19-0. And here he is, Eli Manning, with us today on behalf of Verizon. Eli, how are you, pal? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's great to have you. It's great to talk to you. I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you'll, you'll do shows like this now that you're a big-time TV star. With your Manning cast. No, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. No, let me tell you something. You are awesome on that show. You you are awesome. I mean, we always knew Peyton. Peyton kind of always had his thing where he, you know, the big personality. But but you steal that every single week. Well, you know, just opportunity. Peyton kind of gives me those opportunities where I can, uh, you know, his armpits are always sweating or he's <laughs> eating like like a freaking caveman. So like he just, you know, he keeps presenting me these opportunities. I'm like. You can't do that to me. It's like a layup. You know, it's, you're giving me the layup. I got. You know, I'm gonna put it in. So uh, we're having fun. It's been a great experience. You know, getting to work with him every week and you know, watching football from my couch, making fun of my big brother. Like I didn't know that was a, a real job, but uh, I, I'm trying to take advantage of it. It all seems so natural for you. Has there been an aspect of it that you thought was hard that took some time to learn? Part of the transition or anything along those lines? Yeah, definitely. Just, so, you know, some of the TV stuff, just understanding the timing of things like, hey, I got to, you know, we have a guest on and I need to ask him a question, but it's third and 15. So they're probably going to, you know, not get it. They're going to punt. There's going to be a time, a TV timeout. So I don't ask that question yet. So it's a lot of bit of, you know, the timing and just the, the flow of the games and understand when the, you know, when to ask questions to the guests because you don't want to have to interrupt them in the middle of their story. Uh, or if a big play is not about to happen. So it's all, um, you know, it, it's all very kind of raw, which I think makes it, you know, kind of interesting. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be, you know, flubs. But the fact that Peyton and I uh, are going to call each other out on, on that pretty quickly makes it, makes it fun. Well, and I'm used to dealing with the one-on-one conversation. The guest is saying something. You're listening to the guest while you're also thinking, what am I going to say next? While you're also thinking, when does this have to go to break? But you've got the other separate factor of a football game that is being played. (laughs) And you don't want to lose sight of that. How hard is it to strike that balance between not having the conversation overwhelm the game? Yeah, I mean it's it's hard when you're you know you're sitting there and and uh, you know Al Michaels is telling a great story, yet you know Cooper Cup's making a great catch on the sideline. You're like, oh, do we talk about this play? Like this is a really cool play, yet you know someone's in the middle of a story. Like how do you interrupt? How do you keep it about football yet get it outside of football and bring it back? So it, it, that that whole dynamic uh, makes makes it interesting, and um, you know so it's uh, we're always kind of trying to work through that. And, and never getting too far away from the game of football. For almost all of the great catches we saw from Odo Beckham Jr. early in his career, you were the one that threw the pass. Um, what have you seen from him, especially this year, after he was released by the Browns and landed with the Rams, the kind of growth and maturity that's led him to the brink of a Super Bowl title of his own? You know, just been, been, been proud of Odell and how he's handled this whole situation uh, th- this year and, you know, getting traded and going to L.A. and, and seeing him grow within that offense. And I think they're using him so well. 
And, you know, they have Cooper Cup and all the attention's kind of on Cooper Cup and they move him around. He's in the backfield. He's in the slot. He's out wide. He's motioning. Rodell's is kind of on the outside and he can win those one-on-one -on -one matchups. He can win on slants and go routes and, and you know, in-breaking routes and those types of things. So let him, let him, you know, be there for those one-on-one -on -one battles. Let him go win those. And then you can kind of move Cooper Cup around and have him do all the other things. I think of how much he has grown and matured since he was a rookie. What's one thing that Eli Manning today would tell Eli Manning, the rookie in 2004? <laughs> you know, I, I think just uh, try, try to throw it to the guys wearing the same colored jersey that you're wearing more often. That, 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 that would be more helpful. Yeah, that is profound and very good <laughs> advice. Um, the quarterbacks in this game, I want to start with Joe Burrow from the Bengals just amazing it reminds me of you to an extent where you know he just he, he just constantly brings it in a in a way that now he you know you were more quiet than he is but there's he's he's got a humility to him that you had but he still yeah, will rip your heart out <laughs> I, I like I like uh, watching Joe. I think he's just so calm and and collective under pressure. And those two minute drives. I thought he played outstanding last year as a, as a rookie. You know, throwing in that situation where they weren't very good. Uh, they were down a bunch. He's having to throw it a bunch, uh, but he wasn't you know making mistakes. He wasn't turning the ball over. And I think it prepared him uh, for this year. And so they're playing a little bit better on defense. Or you know, you throw in Jamar Chase in there and get him a weapon. And he's just, uh, he finds ways to, to win games and have two-minute drive. And I think he has a lot of confidence in himself. I think the coaches have confidence and the players know, hey, we get to this fourth quarter, our quarterbacks and go win this game for us. Hey, before I run out of time, tell me what you have going on with Verizon, Eli. Yeah, obviously with the Super Bowl coming up, whether you're at the game, whether you're at home or on the go, it's all about being connective and having a fast, reliable Internet. And that's what you get with Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband. And so it's, it's uh, available to over 100 million people now. It's 10 times faster than 4G. So if you need that uh, you know, fast Internet, you don't want to miss the action, don't want to miss the commercials of the game or any plays, Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband. They also have a, a service of Verizon 5G uh, home and business where it's a simple plug and play. You plug in you know, the little box and you have Internet right away. No wires, no installation. Uh, it's fast, simple, and easy. Last minute or so, when you look at Matthew Stafford, his first year with the Rams after leaving the Detroit Lions, do you look at him and say, boy, I wish my dad could have had something like that happen for him? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, proud of Matthew also. I've known Matthew a long time. He obviously was in Detroit, had good years, made it to the playoffs, but each year was a battle and, and a struggle. And so, um, you know, it's been a lot of pressure on him this year. I mean, they basically said, we're bringing you here to get us to a Super Bowl. And, you know, he you know, had a great regular season, had some ups and downs, but ultimately, you know, a really good season. And, you know, a lot of pressure on him in the playoffs. That first playoff game, if they go out there and lose, I mean, it basically says, hey, it, this is your fault. It, our plan did not work. But he's played unbelievable through the playoffs, uh, you know, a couple of clutch throws and big-time plays. So happy for him to be in this scenario. And, and I, I know he'll go out there and, and play great football on Sunday. Last 30 seconds, who do you like on Sunday? I think on paper, I like the Rams, you know, just I feel like Aaron Donald, Von Miller, they're just going to have a big day. Um, you know, Cooper Cup, Odell, they got enough big names and weapons. They should win. But as I said, Joe Burrow, they just kind of have that it factor. And they if the game is close and, you know, they can they can keep it tight into the fourth quarter, you kind of feel like they you know might have the ability to, to, to get a little spark and, and make make things interesting. Eli, it's great talking to you. Congratulations on all your success as a player, and especially now with the Manning cast. The stuff you're doing with Peyton is awesome. Thanks for joining us today, and hope to talk to you again down the road soon. All right. Thanks so much. That was a lot of fun. All right. There he is, Eli Manning. Uh, and when we return, you're going to hear from another receiver. It's receiver day. We didn't plan it that way. It just kind of happened. C.D. Lamb of the Dallas Cowboys. Some interesting stuff from him about the Cowboys offense last year, about that fateful quarterback draw at the end of the 49ers game and about his good buddy Kyler Murray. What does Kyler Murray want from the Cardinals? You'll hear about that and more next here on PFT Live.
The week continues to roll along here at the NFL Experience in Los Angeles, site of Super Bowl 56. Joining us now, one of the best young receivers in the National Football League. He is, after his second year in the NFL, C.D. Lamb. What's yeah. up, C.D.? How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Boo, boo. No. I, don't, I don't like boomer sooners. Not I don't like early. OU people. That's boo. crazy. That's crazy. You gotta be UT. I am UT. Oh, man. I know. I know. Oh, man. See, Ask I, me about Roy Williams. Uh, <laughs> Bro Williams is that man. Well, you, you, know, you, you he knows. See, he doesn't you know. know <laughs> he doesn't know I played. This is where I know I'm getting old because he has no clue. No. So, but back in my day at UT, I mean, we were one. You guys were two. We were two. You guys were three. You guys beat us actually, but. You've been in the Oklahoma Football Hall of Fame, right? Mm, yes. I'm all over that place. Oh, really? I'm the, guy, the guy, Roy Williams, the jumping over Superman. to get the sack. Superman. <laughs> That's me. I'm Man. in the Hall of Fame more than you are there. How does, how does it feel to be a part of that that play? How I does mean, that feel? I, 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 you know what? Honestly, as time goes by, I'm almost, like, honored to be a part of it. <laughs> I don't even care. I can't block them and yeah. do it all. Right, so, I mean, right. whatever. All right. right I was, agree. You know, and I like Roy. I will say that. I respect him big time. Uh-huh. All right. Enough of your damn boomer sooners. <laughs> uh, 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 how's life with the Cowboys? Because, I mean, you, you, get, you don't get to pick where you go. But, boy, you landed with the team, the place, the city, the buzz, the star. It's got to be a great feeling. Oh, yeah, it's a great feeling, most definitely. It has its pros and cons for sure. But What are the cons? Yeah, I'd like to hear that. Everyone hate, loves to see you lose. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the cons for sure. And I learned that, I would say after year one, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because a lot of people understood that Dak wasn't there. And then now that we have Dak, I feel like they're more happy to see us lose as a complete team. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. I've never seen anything like it, but – Man, as you said, just being a part of this team organization, wearing that star, you know, having the jersey number I do, it's, it's, all, it's all a privilege, you know. And um, I'm excited for what it's brought to me, like, you know, as a man and honestly as a football player. All right. I mean, you got, you're right. You guys are scrutinized for sure. And I right. think when Dak's playing, the expectations are very high. So right. it's like if you guys own the Super Bowl, people like to rub it in your face. Right. Like it's very. That, yeah. Like, it's like yeah. Like, like eat it, yeah. Dallas. Like, yeah, I get you. I get you. All right. But we got to talk about the last game, the last play. I got to ask you about Man. that. Just like your thoughts on how we that right went to down. It. We are right to it. He's, he, had to deal with his, he had to deal with his Roy Williams play. Right. Now right. he's going right. to give right. some okay. of it to you. Okay. 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 I got you. Yeah. But give me your thoughts on just how that went down, the practice element of it. I mean, I don't know. Just go ahead. I mean, honestly, yeah. I just – I didn't like how – how I mean, we ran the draw. He got right. he he literally got he got farther than a lot of us expected. expected. That's what Honestly, I thought was the problem. The he got really. a lot farther than a lot of us expected. So by him going down and then understanding the time clock, the ref had to touch the ball. I'm not blaming the ref. Yeah, I'm just saying that's a that's a key factor also. Right. Like the ref has to touch the ball before the ball is snapped. Right. I didn't like the lack of days ago he was he was moving with. You didn't as, think he pushed it hard enough. Yeah, like he understood like we all know that the clock is running. He he sliding inbounds. It's under ten seconds. Like, bro, we need some urgency. Right. Like, you know, and obviously we're running out of time, but I mean I feel like it was the right call. How often do you guys practice that? A lot. We practice two minute and Game game situation just about every day. But that play, that literally play specifically, the draw, quarterback draw, kill the clock, save time. Not all, not often. That was literally just. I mean, we practice get the first down, get down so right. much like every Friday. So I mean, that's kind of in the same situation, yeah, but not so, through the draw not actual. The draw, and probably when you did it, like you said, this is one of the thing I think we both came to too. 17-yard gain, you're not exactly, expecting that. Exactly. That's exactly. usually 8, 10 yards, get exactly. down. And then get down, sn- um, spike the ball, you're on with your day, or you got one more shot. So that was new to the team, that right. aspect of it. Right. Do you yeah. ever practice something like that with someone pretending to be the umpire who has to get through all the bodies the and touch the is, ball? No, because you would think the umpire understands also just as well as we do. So we know the – the umpire that's behind us, behind the whole play, he has to touch the ball. He's required to touch the ball, like, every play just about. So, like, understanding what's at stake, like, we have to get the ball down. We know we had one more, we had time for one play, whether it's out of bounds or inbounds, just get down and spike the ball. Yeah. So, regardless of the situation, we knew that we had to spike the ball. Do, do you know if anybody said to the umpire beforehand, because I think he was as surprised as everyone else that Dak took off running. Do you know if Man. Mike McCarthy or anyone said, hey, get ready to get on your horse and get down there and touch that ball because we're actually running and we're not throwing a pass? Not to the ref, because he did that. I, I, he did it one time before the uh, 
before the last play, actually. He did it, and it cost us a five-yard penalty. Uh, it was a delay of game or something. Right. The ref did not touch the ball again. Yeah. And I was confused, like, what's, yeah. like, what's really going on, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I mean, just kind of being, you know, small things, just being technical and understanding the game situation, we got to be better. Yeah, tough break, no doubt about it. I know you're, like, you're, you're the stud, you're the guy, and I know you want to be the guy. That's what you love. That's why you went to Oklahoma. That's why you're a first-round pick. Do you find yourself extra interest with all the other young stars at receiver right now? Your draft Man. class alone. I mean, some ballers. I love this like, class. I know. I'm, I'm sure you do. Do you find yourself like kind of, you know, subliminally like uh, competing against them? You look to see what they did after the day's over to go. Let me see oh, what yeah. they did today. Most definitely. Right. And, and that's just me being a competitor. Of course. I, I would, would love. To, I want to see what Justin Jefferson did. I want to see what Jamar did. I want to see what Devontae Adams did. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you're like, going through all the yes, top receivers. I, I, I want to see. Ones. I want to see everything. Yeah. And, and that's just me. That comes with my love for the game and then my love for receivers also. I mean, I'm in a league, yeah, that's fine. Like, but it's no, it's not me going against the next guys. It's me actually seeing what they're doing to be successful, right. so I can encrypt that in my game. Do the best you can do. You know what I'm saying? Be, so yeah, I got you. It's, a, it's part of it. It's competition, but at the end of the day, everybody want to be the best version of themselves. Right. And they want to be successful. So I want to see what what you've done. Like, I mean, you can't really work out with no one in the offseason. So just everything he's done in the season is just you got to watch week in and week out. Just yeah. being consistent, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's been some talk about maybe Amari Cooper not being back next year. What's the buzz around the players as to whether he'll be Honestly, back? Honestly, I have no clue about what's going on right now. Uh, God, honest truth. I don't know what's going on. And I'm, I'm kind of confused about these talks. Like, they said a lot of people are, are, like, you know, leaving. I understand time, like, deals and all this. But, I mean, you never know. What if we get the band back together? Yeah, I know. I know. I guess what most people look at is they go, they're going to have to pay you soon. Right. We're getting there right. That's 100%. And then, you know, Gallup, right? He's a free agency even mm -hmm. though he has the injury. Right. And Amari's and making cool. such a big yep. number where I guess people are just – nobody knows that. I think they're just trying to put it together. Man, I don't – honestly, it's just a lot going on right now. I feel like – and then what I've experienced that everybody that we have on a team is, is pretty much drafted. Like, right. we all got drafted to Dallas. You're so, your homegrown talent. Man, that's, 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 that's phenomenal. So, like, in order for us to see what's going to happen this offseason is, is huge. What, 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 real quick, I just, like, we had a bunch of weeks during the year where it was kind of like, what the, what the freak is going on with right. the Dallas offense? Right, right, like, right. What, what, you know, you guys hit some, some bumps Slums, in the road. Right. Sure. What, what was your assessment of that? Honestly, I just felt like we got away from where we originally started the first seven, eight games. Uh, when we popped out seven and one, uh, we were very aggressive. We were very aggressive. Um, we took everything that the defense, you know, gave us. And I feel like in the middle of the season, we slightly got away from it. You know, yeah. we, tried to, we tried to do different things for no reason. Right. Honestly, we just got to stick to what, you know, stick to winning. Yeah. You know, don't get bored winning, honestly. Right. And I feel like. It was it was happening so consistent for us they that thought, we couldn't believe it. They like, thought people were gonna change yeah, you guys, so you guys tried to change we, up if approach. We, if we would have, I feel like if we would have kept to the kept stayed on our um, stayed on the right path. I mean, we obviously we ended up with twelve wins. So yeah, don't, that was don't a let good me year. I know. Yeah, exactly. Don't let me just you know downplay our season. Right. But, you have high expectations. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, I, I I despise losing. I'm a sore loser, honestly, and I'm not afraid to say it. Like I I, I hate it. Okay, so fair, fair answer that you don't know what's going on with Amari Cooper, but you got to tell us what's going on with Kyler Murray. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Yeah, we're all on oh, your man. ass today. See, That's we crazy. are on you. What's going on? I was talking to my mans. Um, I mean, he didn't give me no scoop or nothing, but <laughs> that was crazy, the fact that y'all experienced that right after I was just with him. So, like, you know how that is. You know, a lot of people, maybe CD's doing, CD is not doing nothing. That is my best friend. That's yeah. one of my best friends right. from college. So. And it's contract. But he you wants contract, yeah. right? It's, it's, just, it's not an accident. It's not an accident that all of a sudden the Cardinals disappear from his Instagram page. That's not an accident. It's crazy how much social media dictates what's been going on. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. That's why I don't get on it no more. Yeah, good I, for you. It's I, not it. I cannot do it. I, yeah. do, I delete so, it. But, but really, what does he want? Is he ready to get paid and they don't want to pay him? Is that what it is? His, that's eyes, what he's his eyes just said, no. He literally went like know. this. I was like, like uh, yes, like, it is. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> he knows. It's time for Kyler to get paid. He needs to get paid, right? It is time for him to get paid. Yeah. I agree. But, I mean... He's bro. He's very, he's very dynamic at what he does. Yeah, so. he's the baller. I wouldn't be surprised if he get paid soon. Yeah, really. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Yeah, right. 
He knows something. By, by the Cardinals or by the A's? I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm just going because that's my man's. It's Boomer Sooner time. He knows the wanted. He wanted you badly in Arizona. He he was on the table. And I think he wants to be involved more in that. You know, the good quarterbacks want to have a Especially the guys He wanted. He wanted you. He wanted Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that college connection is, is nothing like it, honestly. And uh, just being with him again in the Pro Bowl was, was very fantastic. You know, it was fun. We kind of relived all those memories. But, you know, going all the way back to Texas, he was number one in Texas. And then coming out of high school, you yeah. know, it's just small things, you know. And uh, that's my guy. Usually you don't smell good, but today you do. <laughs> I do smell good all the time. I do smell good. But, nah, honestly, that's from Old Spice, man. Uh, they just started They just started this new um, – this new, like, man, it's tough. It's like a body, it's body wash, and it's, um, they made a new body wash, and they made new deodorant, and it's like, it's like literally, man, I've been obsessed with it for, I want to say, the past couple of weeks, honestly. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's built to really just. Like a body scrub, and we got, like, a lotion? Yeah, it's yeah. like, a, it's like a, it's both, like, right. literally in one, so it right. makes your body, you know, it makes you feel good. You, you smell, okay. <laughs> you're going to smell very fantastic, okay. you know, yep. and then, um, you know, it makes your, it makes your body soft, so. I've been I've been using it and I'm sure I, I would recommend it to any football player right. first and foremost because yeah. a lot of people take those shower pills and we don't need that. Yeah, there are a lot of shower pills, <laughs> no doubt Man. about it. That's a good one. I like that. Don't get too soft with that old spice stuff. You oh, not at all. Little, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Just the skin soft. Just, we don't want just, the muscles. Yeah, getting no, no. Soft. The muscles, the muscles will be there. Right, it's just right. you know. Right. Well, I want a hoodie, Old Spice. We're Where's my damn We're hoodie? Them. We're getting them. It's on the record. We're getting them, and I'm not giving them to my nephew. I'm keeping them. Keep <laughs> it. Uh, CD, great seeing you, pal. Congratulations on your success. All the best going forward. Looking forward to talking to you again soon. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Thank you, man. Thank you, bud. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to the NFL Experience in Los Angeles Convention Center, site of Super Bowl 56. And here he is. I've been waiting all week. The man, the myth, the I've legend. I've been waiting all year. Micah Parsons, Defensive Rookie of the Year. Not official yet. It's official. Maybe Defensive Player of the Year. Awesome rookie season. He is the man. Hello. Great to see you finally. Hey, great to see you guys too, man. Really appreciate awesome intro, awesome intro. Yeah. You're the man. You are the man. Right. We've been praising you all year. I mean, we, we, it's obvious. You have to be blind to not see how great you've been. When did you know that you were going to be as good as you've been? Uh, I would say, well, I always, thought, I always believed in myself. But really training camp, when uh, my teammates really started helping me and trusting me and believing in me, that kind of gave me the confidence I needed. And I kind of saw myself going against CD, Gallup, all those good guys that people was talking about. I was like, man, I'm competing with these guys. Like, I could do well here. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's an unreal year. It really is. I think you should be the defense MVP. I don't know if you'll get it now because of the TJ Walk sack thing, but I think you affected more on a weekly basis than he did. I'm just going to say that flat out. Now, like, when, at what point did you realize you might be doing two positions? You know, was that out of necessity? Did you knew that, know that might have happened in training camp? I mean, when, when did it go linebacker and defense end? So, rookie band camp, uh, it was like, hey, we'll give you an edge rush. Uh, uh, I mean, an edge, uh, like a little uh, play. A little package or play, right. And uh, I worked a move on Josh Ball, our, our pick uh, that we had in the draft. Right. And it was like, oh, wow, like, okay. So then come OTA time. They gave me a few more, and I was right. like, and I put a couple moves on, and then Q kind of like when training came here, he kind of like worked me like. Q was me in against, Coach Quinn, yeah, right, yep. Okay. He put me against like Josh, like a couple other guys, like you know what I mean. That that's not starters, and I was like getting him. He's like, all right, now it's time. He's like, go against LC. LC kind of, <laughs> yeah. He's like, go against Tyron. Tyron kind of like, hey, it's yeah. like, it's okay though, because I was like. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm going to learn. Right. And then they kind of took me under their wing, taught me, like, this is what you got to do to get better and better. And just over the season, I just kept getting better and better at it. Man, so the offensive lineman gave you a lot of a lot of clues on what to do and, yeah. and, and be a pain in the butt as a pass rusher. Yeah, like, LC was like, you fast as hell, but, like, you got to make them fear your speed. Like, they got to yeah. feel you. Right. And then, like, because he's like, it's all, like, like you like chess, it's all a match because 
Now that's how you work your counters. That's how you get them to jump set. That's how you get them to reach you. Like right. all those things. And you can do all the things off of it. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned Dan Quinn. It was getting a little dicey there for a while. It was looking like he was going to get a head coaching job somewhere else. Q wasn't leaving. He wasn't leaving. I, I knew Q. He told me, he said, someone got to knock me out before I leave. Right. He said, I just want to spend time with you guys and just be a D as a coordinator for a while. Like, all right, Penn State, all right, big-time school, awesome football. I almost went there. I mean, you're from Pennsylvania, right? Did you really realize what you were stepping into when you became a Dallas Cowboy? Like, what a just huge name they are, how they're America's team, the show, or did that kind of, like, just kind of jump out to you once you got I there? knew, but I didn't really know. Right, Like, I right. knew, like, oh, Dallas Cowboys, big thing. Like, yeah, yeah that's where I want to be. Like, everything about Dallas is great. Like, I want to live in Dallas. Like, Texas is always where I wanted to go. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, Dallas was, like, Dallas. Like, I didn't know we had that much hate. You know right. what I'm saying? That's what CD said earlier. CD yeah. said the same thing. Like, right. like I didn't know all that came it's with It's love the, or hate. The yeah. lights and all that stuff, cool. I don't care about the lights. It's yeah. about how you perform. That's create the light. You know right. what I mean? All that stuff don't matter because you got to play football at the end of the day. The other stuff outside of football, the social media stuff, I just don't get it because personally, I've never done anything to know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just a jealousy of the Cowboys. There's no middle ground. There's the no middle ground with the Cowboys. It's, it's like you love or hate them. It's they love them or hate them. Yeah. I know you guys seem to think more people hate you than like you, though, right now, huh? For sure. Yeah, I know. It's funny. I don't know. Maybe it is that way. You think it's that way right well, now? Well, there's 31 other teams, and they all want what the Cowboys got, Yeah, right? yeah, I guess. At least I from guess. the standpoint of the attention. Right. You know, you put a Cowboys the game coverage. on TV, 30 yeah. million people watch it, 40 million on Thanksgiving. Yeah. What was it like playing on Thanksgiving? Oh, man, that was awesome. I mean, we shouldn't have lost like that. That was a horrible way to go. Yeah, out. yeah, that was. But well, which one, the Thanksgiving or the playoff loss? Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was horrible. We get a big sack. And then P.I. Yeah, that, that lots of P.I.s. Of, that was just a, that, was, that, that killed me. I was like, man. What, what, what's your, what's your, the taste in your mouth right now? What do you think it is for your football team? I mean, you guys hold yourself to a Super Bowl level or Super Bowl expectations. Yeah, yeah man, it's bitter, man. It, it's like, it's, it makes you sick to your stomach that we went home so early. Yeah. No one thought we would, we would be the team to do that. Um, but those penalties, man, we, we really got to fix those. Like, yeah. We got to become a better fundamentally sound team right the uh, speaking of penalties even though he was a quarterback he's one of the loudest voices when it comes to the officials go too far out of the way to protect quarterbacks mm-hmm. and you had that play in the thanksgiving game where Derek carr fell into your oh leg oh my gosh that was just he fell into your leg that was, grabbed his neck and drew a flag that was Horrible. I think I think some of these flags that they throw should be like they should be reviewable. Uh, yes. Some of like, those, I'm with I, you. I, like I hate that some of them's not reviewable. Right. And and sometimes it's dependent on time. Yeah. Like even the Cardinals game, like some things should be reviewable. Yeah. The fumble at the end. Yeah. They call them down. I hear you. They got to figure something out. Uh, it's got to drive you crazy. Because those cost games. The quarterback. Those cost games. That. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's football. Yeah. Like. Neck injuries, like, no one wants a neck injury. Right. But those things happen. Like, you're playing a physical game. You shouldn't just fall and then grab something like, oh, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I hear you there. When I, you're going after a quarterback, though, and he's in the pocket and you're getting ready to hit him, how conscious are you of, I got a limited window, I can't hit him too uh, low, I can't hit him too high, I can't hit him with my helmet? How much uh, do you think about that? I'm not that? conscious at all. Like, I'm just going. Just going. Yeah. Right. I think if you, you, if you just go and you play fair, like, I would say, like, I'll never play dirty. That's never been a part of my game. Right. I hate dirty players. Right. I just like clean football. Like, I'm attacking you right here every time. Right at the shoulder, head right there, take you down. And uh, I think that's, like, important. So. All right. I want to. I love to, I love to ask young guys like yourself this because I, I first off I, I feel that you have an appreciation for the history of football and you know the game a little bit. But give me your your fan. I'm on the sideline. Like. Who was a guy this year from your, that you played against on the offensive side of the ball where you were like, damn, that dude was a baller. I didn't realize he was that good. And one defensive guy, too. You know, outside the Cowboys, somebody – and I'll even throw up your schedule here just in case you want to look at it make sure, you know. Um, I love Herbert. Herbert. Herbert was a cool experience. Yeah. That. Uh, what was it about him? Just that he just – He – man, he just – he got a rocket of an arm. Right, right. Herbert. I love Herbert. I also – Love DJ Moore for the Panthers. Oh, I'm with you there. DJ Moore was like a prom. And Javante Williams at the Broncos. Oh, yeah. DJ Moore is like a running back, a playing receiver, yeah. right? Like that Debo Samuel type of guy yeah. almost. Yeah. 
Javante Williams, okay. Mm-hmm. And then what about your defensive side? Any, like, studs that you looked at and said, damn, I could use some of that in my game? Yeah, Jonathan Allen for the, uh, the commanders now. Oh, right. He likes to fight on your sidelines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jonathan Allen was it. Chris Jones when he played the Chiefs. Oh, beast, right? He went nuts. Beast, yeah. I don't know if you can do some of his moves. His are just pure size, no. domination. And quick. <laughs> yeah, he is quick, no doubt. Damn. All right, those are good names. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I like course. to hear that kind of stuff. What's your goal? It's, it's going to be a tough act to follow what you did as a rookie. What's your goal to take it next level in 2022? To beat it. Got to beat it. Do you have a mindset, or do you do anything physically to go, wait, wait, I need to do this because I'm going to be playing more defensive end? You know, is there anything training-wise that you'll approach any differently just because of how you're being used? I'm going to work both yeah. this offseason. Right. But uh, nothing's going to be different. Just I have to complete, like, I got to become more detailed out, more finer things out. Yeah. Like, I was raw. Right. But I become, I need to come, like, medium well now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You need medium well. I get yeah, you there. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. the hands the right way. Yeah, I need to get more cooked. Right. More cooked up the right way. Right. I'm a medium well guy, so I Me like too. that. Yeah, I don't want that rare shit in here. Me neither. Yeah, you know, that's you're, raw. That's two swears More, more that they have to bleep. Uh, <laughs> you know you're a special guy, though, when you get the Pizza Hut deal after one NFL season. Right? The jacket is awesome. Really that is, is like old school. That looks like it came out of somebody's closet from the 70s. It's, it's like great. I had old, a coat like, like that. It's school jacket, it's awesome. right? Like, it is so it's awesome. It's Letterman's jacket. The pizza's awesome, too. Tell us about it. All right, so Pizza Hut actually just dropped a new Spicy Lover's Pizza, and I'm actually a big fan of it already. I mean, this pizza is has everything in it. I like I said, I like a little spice to yeah. my food. Yeah, And actually, I already added red peppers. Like, you know, if you're a pizza, you always add a little flakes to go with the ranch and right. stuff like that. Right. But now Pizza Hut do it for you, and they actually added a little bit of peppers and things yeah. like that to this pizza. I mean, it's, it's darn good. Yeah, and, I mean, you obviously like it because there's one piece left. Thanks, jerk. And it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I couldn't keep my hands off it, man. They got all these pepperonis to it, man. Are you a, are you a dip the pizza in the ranch kind of guy, too? Sometimes. Sometimes. Depending on the pizza. It's got to be the mood or the right yeah. pizza. Okay. Fold it fold it, or just straight? Fold. That looks damn good. Nah, I'm this not going to eat it because it's cold, but I'm not, it looks damn good. This is legit pizza. Yeah. Like, this is something you want to order Sunday. Right. Okay, well, we're going to be working. We're doing the game. NBC's on our. Channel. I have a feeling there'll be we'll some be Pizza Hut pizza. I'll bring around. some to the yeah. club. You bring, yeah. right, half time break. Half time break. I have yeah. some. Uh, all right. Some nice pizza for you. Bring some to the club. I'll be there. Defensive rookie of the year. Maybe defensive. Should player be defensive of the year. player. Of the year. Definitely in 2022. Michael Parsons. Great seeing you, pal. All yeah. the best moving. Thank forward. you, man. I You're really man. appreciate it, guys. You're the man. Here we are, NFL Experience, Los Angeles site of Super Bowl 56. Joining us now, future Hall of Famer, one of the great running backs in NFL history. I've talked to you many times over the years. The first time I've met you, I have five broken bones in my hand. I wanted yes. to find out. I've heard I it for years about the, the other hand, too. And he clamped down hard, and I'm still in pain from it. Adrian Peterson, great to finally meet you, pal. Hey, nice to meet you, too. Famous grip. i got to do what I always do, though, right? Boo! Oh, Oklahoma. He's from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> OU. Boo! Boo! We just had C.D. Lamb. We just had C.D. Lamb. I'd boo He's him. upset about that. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know me, UT. Also, yeah. like, i got to do it a double whammy, right? Because... You're OU, and you're the best player in Vikings history. And this is Johnny Viking fan right here, right? Yeah, so yeah. I got. I just like to give you a little crap a little no, bit. It's all good, it's you know. All, we, you know. Yeah, you own us. You look at the last thirty years. You know, <laughs> we're kind of breaking Texas down. <laughs> no doubt about it. We're not in your class anymore. It ain't even close. <laughs> no doubt. You really have had an amazing career. Have you ever really taken a step back and looked at the numbers and asked yourself how? How? I mean, this is just what I've done is amazing. You know, I, I have. I haven't done it in a long time, you know, and um, but I, I've, I have stepped back and just to see, like, what I've accomplished. And it's, it's, it's a blessing, you know. This is it's what I envisioned coming into the league um, in 07. You know, I had the mindset that I wanted to be the best ever play. You know, that's I just set the bar there. And, like, everything else, if I work and put it and put in the work and I have this mindset behind it, then everything else will fall in, into place. So the things I've accomplished thus far has just been a blessing. Uh, I mean, are you still – I know you love playing. Yeah. Are you chasing numbers too, though, in the process? I mean, are you? Are, is that part of what you're doing? Are you aware of where you are in these rankings and want to get to a certain place? No. 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 And um, that's really surprised a lot of people. Yeah. You know, for me, what I am ch- chasing, the number one 
Super Bowl, I need that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But number one yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but outside of that, I'm I'm just playing. You yeah. know, I'm just like things are happening the way they are supposed to happen. Like right. for it, for example, um, I played one game in Seattle. Yeah. And then I remember doing an interview, and someone um, towards the end of the season, it was like, "So, do you think you're gonna come back so you can, you know, get? I think you're like 79 yards from 15,000." I'm like, "Dang, I didn't even, you know, I didn't even yeah. realize that." Right. You know. Right. You know. So. Um, I want to continue to play, and right. I feel like those things will come. Yeah. Just keep it yeah. simple. Got you. Yeah. The, uh, the time in Seattle this year uh, included a comment by Pete Carroll that maybe he'd, he'd like to add you to the coaching staff at some point. Is that something mm -hmm. you're serious about doing when the playing career ends? I don't know. You know it, it would really be something that I would have to evaluate and, and, and think about, you know, put a lot of time into thinking about that because um, it's a dedication. You know, football and being a professional athlete is already, you know, a time-consuming, and you got to be dedicated to it and all in, um, and even more so when it when it comes to being a coach. You know, being in the league for so long, I've seen the hours these coaches have put in. You know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock nights. You know, sometimes you got guys that got pillows and covers in their in their office where they're staying in. So, to um, to have such a long career, and then retire whenever the time happens and then get right back into it and invest more time that that's a big commitment right you know so i don't know you know um maybe i'll think about it once that time come but uh, if i have to give you an answer now it's not something i would do 2008 you're on the bike 2008 your rookie year or your second year second year second, second year. year right um you're one of the handful of people i always tell about that like when people say who in your career impressed you on the field i was on the tennessee titans in 2008 as a backup quarterback you were of course the man you're still one of those guys i always go mm, yeah adrian peterson was different level than the rest of the guys on the football field like no doubt about it. i look at you as one of the three greatest running backs of all time i mean you that. jim brown barry sanders would be my top three right there yeah respect i would love to know what who who's who's like two or three guys that you look at to be like the all-time greats and who's anybody playing right now that you look at to go, like, they got a chance to be maybe on my level or close? Okay. You're talking about as far as the running back position? Yeah, right, right. Um, you know, Jim Brown is a guy that I, that I have so much respect for. Right. You know, for being a trailblazer. Yeah. And the things that he was able to accomplish on the field. Yeah. And even and off. off the field yeah. as well. Um, so Jim Brown um, would, would be my number two back. Um, it's hard for me to put Barry Sanders at number two. Yeah. Um, because he was he, he was just different, you know. Um, when you think about yards and moving a rock upfield, you know, no matter how you do it, right? You being physical with it, or, right? Or Breaking ankles, out, right? You know, Barry Sound was just—I don't think I've ever seen anyone like him since, right? You know? Right. So, um, I would say, you know, those two guys and uh, sweetness, of, of course. That, that, that would be now. yours, yeah, yeah. Um, Right now, right who's, now, yeah. Who's the one or two guys you look at to go, man? I just like his game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like uh, Jonathan Taylor. Like you know, he he had an impressive you know rookie year. Right. You know, so I can see some things, but it's, it's about being consistent. Yeah. You know, you, those guys I named, they right. they had long careers no and were doubt. consistent. So, um, but you think he's got a chance with his body build, yeah, speed, power? Yeah, yeah he has a chance. I think right. um, I like Derrick Henry as well. Um, Davin Cook is a guy that I look at that. To me, he has that it, that it factor, right, right? And he can be something very special with right. it as well. But it, it comes to consistency. Yeah. You know, like Barkley is another guy that I look at. Right. You know, um, that has that ability. Yeah. And I know he's coming off his ACL, right. so you know, hopefully he the freakish he, he, ability. Exactly freakish. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's probably the most talented back in in, in NFL. Right. Talking about the, the just natural the pure physical ability. Physical yeah. Ability. So yeah. yeah. Adrian, is there any part of you that hopes the way and, – and we know there's so many factors, so many different things that happen, injuries, contracts, et cetera. Does part of you hope that it winds back to Minnesota at some point and you can finish your career where you started it? Yeah, I'll, I'll retire there for sure. You know, um, I don't know if, uh, if I'll ever sign a one-year deal. You know, I, I wouldn't take it off the table um, and play there. Um, but I'll definitely be retiring uh, a Viking at the end of the day. Does it bother you the way running backs are treated, like, contractually? <laughs> yeah. Right? It bothers me. It bothers both of us. We're always like, damn, these guys, it's the most physical position in the world. Yeah. And, you know, by the time you're asking for a new contract, now you're different because you're, like, the freakiest guy ever. But most running backs, it's time to get the second contract. Like, well, you're 
you've been worn out. You've been you've run too much already. Exactly. And would you like to see the NFL change that in some way? I, I would. Yeah. You know, like they're trying to diminish this position, yeah. and yeah, I feel like this is the key position um, when you think about the success of a team. Right. You know, you, you got a team that's running the ball. Yeah. You normally got a team that's going to be yeah. hard to beat. Damn good. Right. Damn good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. Um, you know, and that's why I've continued to, you know, play and, and, and put my best foot forward to motivate these young guys. To, hey, don't let them box you in. Right. Don't let them tell you, you know, two to Six five years, years. you're done. Exactly, right. you're done. Right. Like, right. you can do it for a long time, you know. So, yeah. um, it, it sucks, you know, that it's happening. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of how the business is, you know. They got to change it. Yeah. Adrian's with us today. Thanks to the folks at Rebalance. Tell us more about what you have going on there. Yeah, so um, I've been working with this, this new company, Rebalance, and uh, they got an incredible, incredible um, all-natural supplement that, um, that I've been taking for a few weeks. And um, what it does, it actually um, helps. Um, it's the all-natural supplement that, that emphasized and it helps your, your natural, I mean, your, your physical ability and mental um, clarity as well right. as far as coming to work, whether that's in the gym um, or even at home, you know, help optimize, you know, those things. Um, and it's, it's natural. So that's the big thing about me. I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't put synthetic things Crap into my body, body, crap into right. my body. And that's what I love about this product. Uh, so what it does is three pills you take. It's one you take in the morning. Gotcha. It gives you a boost, you know, right. pepping yourself. And then it's one in the evening that you take that kind of help you. It's called, it's called relax. Right. And it helps you kind of mellow down. And right. then at night, they have a dream catcher that you take. Um, but the, the magic behind it is it, it helps lower your um, cortisol cortisol levels, cortisol, your stress levels. Your, your stress your levels. Right. And you know in the world we live in, people yeah. are stressed whether sure. it's for work and kids and stuff like that. So it helps balance your levels so yeah. your your body can enhance and naturally build testosterone, yeah, human right. hormones and all those hormones that, yeah, uh, that are naturally helps. in the body. Yeah, yeah. And, and with that you get better recovery. Yeah. You know, you're stronger, you're feeling more explosive, more energized. Um, so um, I would encourage people to check it out. Yep. If you're trying to get your mojo back, yeah. You know, I'm my trying to, mojo's here. <laughs> I can always use more. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to continue to master my mojo. Yeah, right. I yeah. hear you. But yeah. I'll tell people to go to um, rebalancehealth.com yep. to find out more information and um, to check it out. You but got me interested. It's amazing. Yeah, you, got, pills, you got to check it out. Get the day started, something in the middle, and then inner, put you to bed. Yeah, inner tasty, too. Right. A little mint taste okay. to dissolve okay. in your, in your, in your mouth. Right. And, if I Damn. take them, will I just automatically start looking like you with my shirt off? You would definitely feel it. So, yeah, feel like, it, when right. I when I first tried right. it, I, I didn't really know what to expect. You yeah. know, I kind of read up on it a little bit. And uh, I remember taking the energy one in the yeah. morning. And um, and I took it before I went to go work out. And it was just, like, it was different from, like, a pre-workout. You yeah. know, it was it was like a, a clean energy that, right. I, that I felt. You have the jitters. Was, no jitters or anything like right. that. So that was an amazing feel. Yeah. And then the relax, like I'm, I'm always high energy, right? right? So taking a relax in the evening, it really kind of mellowed me down. Yeah. I still had my energy, but I was just, I felt the difference. Like, damn, you right. know, I really kind of, you know, I feel it. It's chill, right. you know? Right. And then um, the dream catcher, you know, you're trying to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, REM sleep. Yeah. yeah. But I, I feel my body, you know, getting stronger, you know, um, it helps with recovery and all that, and, you know, I've been feeling the difference behind it. Yeah, so cool. I would encourage everybody to try it out. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to hold out hope that just one more time, one more year, you're going to bust through the line. Paul Allen's going to Just one more year? Well, for Minnesota. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying it's not when you end up with Minnesota. Okay, okay. Hey, I'll take five more years. Paul Allen shouts out, and he's loose. They blow the horn, blow the horn in Minnesota. I, I, I hope you come back. To the Vikings at some point. Come back to the Vikings. Get him some rebalance so we can get some more. <laughs> I need, I need some help. I, well, I need there. some help when it comes with stress. You mentioned stress because I got to deal with this Idiot. butthole every day. <laughs> I was, yeah, try it out. Yeah. All right, yeah, Adrian Peterson, uh, a legend. More. Yeah. Peace. Tom Brady goes back to work. He'll throw on first down. Sets up in the pocket. Zips it to his left. Mike Evans has got it. Breaks one tackle along the sidelines. And then he flips it to the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa. One of the best receivers in the NFL for eight years now. 1,000 yards, 1,000 yards, 1,000 yards. It's a football season. Mike Evans is playing in. He's going to gain 1,000 yards receiving. Legend. Here's Mike Evans with us now. Hey, Mike, what's up, pal? <laughs> what's up, fellas? Doing good, man. Doing good. Like, love your game. All right, like, let's just get to it right out of the right out of the box, okay? We know, we, you know where we're gonna go. You know where we're gonna go. Like, were you as surprised as we were? 
right, about the the Brady stuff? Like, did it catch you off guard? Because, you know, we thought for sure November, December, he's coming back for 2022. Like, did you see this on the horizon at all? Well, at first I didn't, but as the season went on, I don't know, I just kind of felt like maybe there could be a possibility. But obviously his play never dropped. I right. mean, he might win MVP tonight, so – I think it's time. It might be time for him. You know, his family's ready for him. He, he's done so much for the game. He deserves it. What, what was it, though, at the end of the season you thought maybe, like what, what, what was it that you kind of like crept into your mind to think maybe maybe this will be it? Was there something you saw, his body? What, what was like, it? No, nah, he was just walking at practice one day, and I asked him. I was like, I was like, I was like when do you think you're going to retire, bro? He was like, man, I really don't know. Yeah. And I looked in his eyes. I said, could possibly be this year. I mean, I just that's what I took from that. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Let, let me let me back it up though, Mike. I'm curious because I was under the same impression Chris was. He had said in September multiple times, "I'm playing through 2022, and then I'll figure it out after that." When was the first moment that something happened that made you think, "Whoa, whoa, this could be, this could be something that I didn't expect. I expected he'd be here for one more year." What what was the thing that made you first flicker? He could be done. Like the, the conversation we had, we were at a walkthrough practice that, that he didn't participate in. Um, we were walking through, and then he didn't participate in practice. And I was just asking him on the side. I said, I said, big bro, what are you thinking about doing after this year? And he was like, honestly, bro, I don't know. And I just looked into his eyes. I said, man, this, this probably could be it. I mean, it, I took into account that he's been in this, the league for 22 years. I mean, he's older than my mom. So, I mean, I knew that, you know, it could be a possibility. And I'm just appreciative that I got to play with him for, for two seasons. Yeah. Did you tell him that when he threw you a touchdown pass once? You're like, way to go. You're older than my mom. And he threw a touchdown pass to no, me. No, I've told him that before, but not. <laughs> touchdown That's awesome. That's awesome. What I would love to hear from you a little bit is like, we know you're a Super Bowl caliber team. I'm sure you're disappointed you're not here. You won the Super Bowl last year. But talk about, you know, the bullseye on your back this year. What was different? How was it playing this season as the Super Bowl champion? Man, the season obviously didn't end like we wanted, uh, but, man, it was a, an unbelievable season to have the fans back, getting everybody's best game. I mean, everybody we're playing against, we're getting their best. Right. I mean, I feel like everybody was just having their best games against us. And I was on the other side playing against Tom Brady. Like, even though he plays quarterback, I wanted to play my best to, to beat Tom Brady. And to be a when you're a great player, that's what's going to happen. And when you're a great team, that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, it was fun getting everybody's best. Uh, made us heighten our game up, make sure we were ready uh, week in, week out. And the fans did an unbelievable job this year. Mike, give us an idea of what it was like to be on the sidelines, on the field, in the middle of it as 27-3 became 27-27 against the Rams. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When they, when they stormed out on us like that, I knew it was going to be tough to fight back. The defense got those couple couple turnovers. We start moving the ball a little bit. Uh, but we knew against the Rams that we had to start fast, and, and we didn't do that. The play, the, the game wasn't decided on the, that last play or anything like that. You know, it was us. We started slow, didn't make enough plays, and they were the better team. But it was a great run we had. I mean, we thought if we went to overtime that we were going to have a chance, but you know, it didn't happen. Um, okay. You've had a lot of landmark things happen this year, all right? Maybe, 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 okay? And I love you. You're like, you're the man. The bonehead move of the year, right? <laughs> bonehead of the year. What would that be? I'm giving away an NFL historic monument to some guy in the front row that was, you know, supposed to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, just it put us through your, your, you know, th- that that whole sequence of events. Okay. Yeah. I'm running a, a Chris Godwin scores before me, right? Right. And he gives the ball away. He ne- he barely gives the balls away. Right. Before Tom came, I always give the ball away because I show love to the fans. Especially if I see somebody wearing my jersey. Sure. I try to give them a cool souvenir. All right. So Chris catches five ninety nine. We're on the we're in the red zone. I run a glance route. And I run a pretty good route. And he, he puts the ball right on me. I catch it, take a little shot, stay up on my feet. And I feel big and strong, you know, so I, I do this. And I'm not thinking that it's the six hundred touchdown ball. <laughs> so Giovanni Bernard has the ball and I'm used to doing my routine. I see a guy in the stands with the number thirteen jersey on. He's like begging, like, hey, let me get that ball. I got you, I got you. So I I went and grabbed the ball, ran up to him, gave him the ball. They announced it's Tom Brady's 600th touchdown pass. 
And I'm like, yo, what did I just do? <laughs> and I was going to physically myself go go to the stands and get the ball back. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> hey, help us out here because they expect us to know, and we have no idea. Week one, 2022, who's the quarterback for the first game of the year for the Buccaneers? Uh, I would say your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, you got you got no clue right now. You really don't. No, you even, don't, know, don't know right now. Yeah, yeah. I wish I did. It's got to be so a I weird situation. Yeah, it's got to be a weird situation to be into like Mike's point where you're like, you guys are your Super Bowl team still. Like, you're Super Bowl team. You got to look at your roster and still go, damn. Four guys coming back for sure. Right. So you just that's got to be something that, I mean, at some point I would think they might even ask you to recruit somebody. Start calling and texting one of these quarterbacks that might be out there. Whoever it is, I hope it's soon. So you know, at least in the next month or two, so I can, you know, start, we can start working out together and, you know, and getting that, that chemistry down. Yeah. Uh, but I hope it's soon, whoever it is. Right. If you had to pick just your gut feeling, is it going to be a guy who's currently on the roster or a guy who's not currently on the roster? Which way are you going? Uh, 50-50. Oh, what a, what a, look at that. Yeah. That guy has been eating too many planter peanuts. He's getting smart here with his answers right here. Tell us about, uh, tell us about planters. Well, Planners brought me in to pro- promote the best peanut brand in the world. Um, I love eating mixed nuts. I got a question for you guys. How do you eat your mixed nuts? Um, I, that's a very funny question and a good one. In full? Or no. I'm, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm usually pour a few into my hands and then just stuff them in my mouth. That's usually what I do. One by one. Right. I'm a one yeah. by one. Yeah. One at a time. Pick out the almonds is me, what me I do. Me and him are similar, like, me and you're, we're similar. You're similar. That's not good for you. That means you got some. Talented, you, good looking. A lot of time. Okay. All right. I like it. I go for the almonds and the cashews and the peanuts if that's the mixture. That's how you go to the yeah. mix there? They got Planters has a men's health blend that is awesome. Yes. Awesome. It's got a little pistachios in there, too. Somebody's got to take the pistachios out of the shell one right. at a time and put them in the can. Right. Yeah, I, I love those. Yeah, not these, though. These are good. Yeah. They come already un- unraveled. Yeah. So you're doing one at a time there is what you're telling me. That's it. All right, so give me your breakdown of the Rams just in general, right? I mean, just to talk about their football team. They're extremely talented. They're probably one of the few teams in football that really could go, like, toe-to-toe with you guys as far as talent on the roster. But just, like, what impresses you about their defense? Give the fans a little inside look to the Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, they're, they're the most talented team. After our team got depleted with injuries and – you know, A.B. leaving us, um, yeah, they were the most talented team after that. Uh, but really great offense and defense. I mean, they don't really have weaknesses. Uh, their defense, they get after you. The, the pass rush gets after you. Uh, really great on the back end. Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the game. Veteran secondary. Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller. I mean, Monsters. Floyd. I mean, they got a well-rounded team. And I'll give them a slight edge over, over Cincinnati. Uh, because of the pass rush. Right, right. All right. Um, Tom Brady retired on a Tuesday. Six days later, he lit the fuse on possibly coming back. Never say never is what he said. Do you think he comes back? I'm praying. Oh, you, well, yeah, I, but you want him to come back no, and he comes back to you, but you think he's done. He got his mind made up. He's done, man. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, it seems that way. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Should be an interesting offseason. We hope you get your answer soon, Mike, on who your quarterback's going to be. And as always, we appreciate some of your time. Congratulations on all your success, pal. I appreciate y'all. I'll let y'all know. You the man, right, Mike. Go. Keep kicking right. butt. There he is, Mike Evans. And that's yes, it for us. Another day in the books here at the NFL You're not Experience. dead yet. You're alive still. Uh, there's still time. <laughs> we still got some time. We still got some time. <laughs> We're out of time. We'll see you here again tomorrow. See ya. <laughs>